Okay, normally I wait to record the intros for the podcast, but I just got done recording this episode and it is too good and I'm too fired up to wait to record this intro. So here we go. Uh, My guest today is a young woman named Kalina. She is an entrepreneur who really loves to help people with their personal growth and educate them about the deaf community. Now, most people who follow her on social media or Instagram might not be able to pick it up right away, but Kalina herself is actually a person who is hard of hearing, and she became deaf at the young age of four. She recently graduated with a psychology degree and is now starting her own online coaching business where she is helping to teach other entrepreneurs in the online space how to be more accommodating to people in the deaf community. And she's doing all of this while finishing up her book, which comes out on May 1st. And if y'all stick around to the end, we are going to talk about a super special giveaway for her book. What she has to share and her message and her hope are so powerful that uh, I'm not going to belabor this intro anymore. So without further ado, here's today's episode. You're listening to the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Mae Chipchinski. It is my purpose in life to use the lessons I've learned from more than a decade of leadership experience in everything from business to politics to nonprofit and the military to help you become the leader you've always dreamed of having. Whether you lead a network marketing team, a Bible study, a global brand, or a family of four, every week I'm going to walk you through tangible ways to grow your influence and make your vision a reality. So if you're ready to drop the burnout and bullshit strategy you've been fed and design your own aligned leadership style, you're in the right place. Let's go. All right, Kalina, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, I'm personally really excited to have you here and to learn from you and to learn how I, I can be a better advocate for the community that you thrive in. Um, and I know I, I just went over your bio and the intro and everything, but why don't you tell me and tell everybody listening at home a little bit more about you and what you do? Stephanie, thank you for having me today. Um, what I do is so many things. Like I am so a mental health coach for people who have disabilities. I am a deaf advocacy. I am an upcoming author. So what I do is to help people how to be inclusive by the deaf community and head well for people who have disabilities. So I help people how to be inclusive on social media and and any other platform like Zoom, Ugami, how to put closed caption. Because if you notice, when you go on Instagram, not everybody has the closed caption. And the reason for that is because no one knows how to use it, right? No one educates us how to do it. So this is why I come in the picture and help everybody to make things easier and how to be more inclusive. Right. My, I love that because as someone who uses social media to grow a business like so many of us do right someone who is does not live every day 
with a disability. Like, it's not, I hate to say it, but it's not something that is at the forefront of at least my mind. So I, I'm really excited to learn from you and learn how I can, I guess, use my platform and be more inclusive. And one of the first things you brought up was closed captioning. And I, I want to get to that, but let's circle back first. And why don't you tell us your story and how you got started in this advocacy space? Uh, definitely. So I became deaf at the age of four. And while I was growing up, I realized that there was no one like me. And unfortunately, um, you know, everywhere I go, it's, it's always a hearing person. I never really met anyone that is deaf like myself. And until one day, I was working at Canada's Watch Line, which is a really big park in Canada. Um, and a little boy came to me, which is hearing aid. And my hair was in a ponytail. I didn't even realize my hair was in a ponytail at the time. And he came to me, he's like, Miss, Miss, oh my God, like, I am deaf too. And I said, oh my goodness, really? And he saw my hearing aid. And we were talking, and his mom came to me full of joy, and she's like, you're the first person that my son saw that is deaf in the hearing community. Like, little things like that, you just made a change for my son's life, and you just showed my son that he, he's capable of doing anything in the hearing community because it's very rare and hard to find someone that is deaf in the hearing community. And she thanked me for that. And she said, since you did that, you're going to make a change in the world. And it was funny because me and the mom had a little small talk about um, where the community, like, where can my son go to? And there's a lot of slack of resources where a deaf child can find the community. And it's unfortunate. And, um, and right then I realized that I'm like, maybe I should be the voice for the next generation. And that's when I started the advocacy journey and just put myself out there and kind of help people how to be inclusive and that's how literally my journey started so for someone like you who has something that's not visible right you're not like you don't have a broken leg you aren't in a wheelchair your your arm's not in a sling right it's not something that's visible other than that that visibility piece, what makes what makes it harder about being part of the deaf community versus, I, I noticed the words that you're using is the hearing community. So I want to echo that back to you. So what, what makes it difficult or like what is most difficult about the, the visibility of it? Um, I would say a lot of time people expect you to be normal. And a lot of time, people don't realize that not everybody are the same. Everybody's needs are different. And for example, when I went to high school, none of my teachers knew I was deaf because I guess my hairs were down. And I'm like, hey, like, I am deaf, like, any accommodation. They're like, no, you're not deaf. And I'm like, and I have to show them my ears. And I'm like, really? So that is the difficulty that a lot of people would have to face, like myself, right? We have to consistently show our ears to show proof. And it's like, why should we need to prove ourselves to you that we have a disability? Yeah, that doesn't... Like, when I hear you say that, it really... It it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Like, no. I, you wouldn't question somebody who, like, has to have a, a wheelchair lift in their car because you can see their wheelchair... So why would you question, 
I guess, why would somebody even make something like that up, right? Like Exactly. A lot of times people think we make it up because you can't see it. And it's just like, there's so many things that people can't see. For example, if someone is blind, they may not use the cane. For example, I know people that don't use it and who just walk normal. It's like, uh, how would you know, right? Yeah. That's so interesting. So you, that one day at that park, made a change in a little boy's life, and it started you on this this path. So tell me now, like, what exactly in the advocacy community or advocacy for the deaf community do you do? How do you help? How do you assist? I um, definitely help by my Instagram, my content you know, educating people about the deaf community and especially being on Clubhouse. I'm on Clubhouse a lot of times teaching people how to be inclusive and I'm getting my service out there by Clubhouse and teaching people how to be inclusive, especially if it's audio app. And I definitely taught a lot of people how to be inclusive. And so that's how literally my work started. Literally. Has Clubhouse made accommodations for the deaf community now? Because when I first got on Clubhouse, it was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. <laughs> um, very few people did, um, but people got better over time. Um, and then that's when Clubhouse got to public. That's when they had a closed caption, and that's when I started noticing closed caption was there. Mm-hmm. Now, is, is closed caption something that's because I don't use all the social media platforms. Is it something that's widely available? Like I know I can go on my Instagram stories and put the captions up and it's right about 80% of the time. <laughs> it's good. Is, that, is, is it something that's widely available or is it still something that the community has to advocate for? Um, the, honestly, it's both. Um, so there's close caption on social media, but a lot of time people in the deaf community feel like they have to consistently advocate for themselves and say, hey, like, you're not acceptable or the close caption is not there. And um, a lot of people don't realize that a lot of people who are deaf, they're actually on TikTok more than any platform just because TikTok are really good at closed captions than any other platform. Yeah. Instagram just started, the Instagram story just started putting the closed captions probably like recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <clears throat> now I want to circle back to what you said at the beginning about like teaching people how to properly use closed captioning. So most of us, if we use it, right, are just going to go up and hit the closed caption button and it pops up in like neon colors and it does its thing. I, I know not everybody, if you're listening, you can't see her face, but she's laughing at me (laughs) right now. So I'm assuming based on your reaction that that is the wrong way to use closed captioning. So for someone who's working to grow a business online in whether it's Instagram or TikTok or Facebook, whatever it is, what is the best way that we can use our platforms and use the the accommodations that are available on those platforms to help the deaf community um i would say definitely use a closed caption uh really be mindful of the term you use i know a lot of business people use the term hearing impaired 
and I have to educate a lot of people, do not use that term. It means, it, for the deaf community, but you're telling us that we're deaf and dumb. So really be mindful how you're using terms when you are out there speaking and say, hey, like, you know, just be really mindful. Okay. And then is there like, I've got all sorts of questions. <laughs> I mean, asking, like, I'm more than happy to help. <laughs> is there like a certain like font or way to do it that's better than the rest? Like, um, that's a really good question. A lot of, a lot of time I would say, try not to use, um, the white, because I noticed a lot of people use white, um, but, um, the Instagram story, sometimes we can't see it, so really, really, really be mindful of the color you choose, so that way we can see it. Mm-hmm. And then, when you use your, the closed captioning features on, on social media, do you find it best or would you find it best like to use just the the feature button or what a lot of people on Instagram now will teach is like don't use the closed captioning but instead like put up the key points from what you're saying. So for someone who's a member of the deaf community, like what's what's your take on that? I know a lot of people use stomach when they're talking. I noticed that people use summary. I tell a lot of people, do not use summary because you will lose your your followers or your whatever. You're going to lose that 100% because what you're saying is you just don't care about what we need to hear from what you're saying because who knows, maybe we will miss what you're saying. And when you put the summary, we will not understand it. And I tell a lot of people, don't do that because we will be upset that, like, hey, like, you want to be acceptable, then please write out what you're saying. And um, don't use key terms, don't do that, because we won't, we won't quickly unfollow you, very quickly. So what else, other than like closed captioning on on social media, um, for someone who's a a content creator or a course creator, um, what are things that small business owners, whether it's selling, selling a course, selling a product, what are other things that small business owners can do to to help support uh, potential customers and clients who may not have the same abilities as us? I would say um, get in contact with someone who have a disability, promote your stuff, and because um, that way you can get more message out there and so that way people can feel comfortable buying your business. And um, a lot of time, I just recently noticed that a lot of people feel like they're afraid to go to them and be like, hey, like, I need help or something. You know, like, I've noticed a lot, a lot of people, especially small business owners, they're so scared. I always talk, encourage people, do not be afraid to ask, right? If the more you ask, the more you're going to know and the better you're going to serve your business for people who have disabilities, especially if you want to attract all, everybody, not just just particular community. It's very important to ask a lot of questions. Even if you want to reach out to them, have them to promote for you. So that was something really helpful. Yeah, I think we've spent the last, especially the last two years, talking a lot about diversity. And most of the time when we talk about diversity, right, we're talking about the color of your skin. Um, because that's just been the the thing that we've been dealing with in in America and globally. But diversity is so much more than skin color. It's so much more than skin color and 
uh, like sexual orientation or identity or it's also the things that we are and like again something that I don't really think about because it doesn't directly impact my day-to-day life but it's it's more than the the typical diversity that we think about um so for someone who maybe wants to get more involved in helping to advocate and not just like make our platforms acceptable so that we can sell like what are some ways to to get involved and help spread the message and help make this social media and life easier for a whole different angle of diversity I would tell people, be involved in a lot of Facebook groups. If you can't follow people that are diversity, have disability, comment, you know, get to know them, send them a DM, you know, get to know them. And as well, um, also uh, be a part of community, like volunteer, use your time to volunteer, meet other people and get to know more things. Because the more you are out there for yourself, the more you volunteer your time, the more you are now. Awesome. And so... The last thing I want to talk about is is leadership in in the community and as an advocate. So obviously I, I talk a lot about leadership. Um, and you are really a, from what I've seen on your social media, from everything that I've talked to and our emails and everything, you really are a leader in, in your community and in the greater community. So... I guess my question for you is like, what to you is is different about leading when it's something that's so personal to you? Because a lot of us are, you know, we we lead in our business, we lead, you know, a church group, a, a whatever, and we take on these leadership roles, but we're not always as deeply personally invested in it as you are. So I really just want to go into what your leadership role means to you. Um, it means to me that you are able to make a difference in the world and being able to help your community uplift and in terms of letting them, their voice heard. That's what, my, that's what leadership means to me and being able to help my community. I know a lot of times people like get adopted, right? And I tell people, don't forget to balance your time. That's very important. You know, being able to balance. If you can't balance, you're going to be overwhelmed. You're going to be like, I can't be a leader now, right? So there are times where you have to break. Yeah. And what are your, I guess as a leader, what are your goals for your your advocacy, for your movement? Because you really are leading a movement here. So what are your, <laughs> what are... I know you you laugh, but it's so true. Like I your account was like shown to me by a friend of a friend who was like, You need to talk to this girl. She needs to be on your podcast. She's amazing. Like, go check out this this movement, this community that she has. Like she's she's good. She's on her game. She's a great teacher. And it's super true. But like what what are you aiming to do with this platform that you're growing? Honestly, my goal is to aim it to really like t- take it globally and try to let everybody be more accessible. Has 
that I'd be good if it's possible, even like teaching people, especially on like social media and, you know, in Hollywood film industry, really trying to get people to get the deaf community voice heard. And especially like, because I'm writing a book, and if you notice, have you guys ever read a book by a deaf person? No. So I really wanted to be that motion and motivation to like let everybody know that like, no matter what your disability is, you can still do what you want to do. I love that. I love that. So how can I help? How can my friends listening to the podcast today, how can we help? We can, you guys can definitely help me by following my Instagram and supporting me by my book. Cause I have a book coming out and I would love for you guys to buy it. The reason for I say that is because my book is breaking down what it's like to be deaf in the hearing community. So that way, we can have an idea of what it's like. So that way, in my book, I'm teaching basically leadership, how to accommodate, and as well, learn basic sign language if people can. That would definitely be helpful. Awesome. So I will definitely, I'll put your link to your Instagram, link to, to the book, to everything in the show notes. But Kalina... Thank you so much for joining me today. I've, you know, even in just this short amount of time, I've learned so much. And um, y'all, if you are not following her yet, I I honestly hope that you like saw or listened to her and like went to the show notes immediately and went to go follow her. But if you have not done that yet, go do it now because this girl is, she's going to change the world. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Beyond Leadership Podcast. I sincerely hope that you got something out of today that you are going to be able to take and use on your journey to wherever it is you're going. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe and share your takeaways on social media. Don't forget to tag me at Sarah May Ski on Instagram. While you're waiting for the next episode, please check out our exclusive Beyond Leadership community over on Facebook to connect with more like-minded and like-hearted individuals dedicated to learning, leading, and encouraging right alongside you every day. Until next time, let's go.